Welcome back to Tracy and Gracie Becoming. This is episode number 23, and it's kind of a special episode. Yeah, it's actually coming out on the week of my 23rd birthday, which is kind of fun and yeah. unplanned, Are so you... kind of funny. Yeah. Are you excited for your birthday? I am, actually. Yeah, I am excited. We have a really fun weekend coming up with our, it's our retreat that falls on my birthday, and so that makes it super exciting. It's a milestone for all of us coaches. Oh my gosh, it totally is. This retreat is going to be so different than the past yeah. couple retreats because it's really centered on recognizing, celebrating, mm -hmm. and almost inspiring and, you know, helping people kind of catch that vision for what their future could look like yeah. as a coach. Yeah. So I could not agree more. I am such a visionary. So there's probably nothing I would rather do on a birthday than to think about my future. So mm -hmm. yeah, you are a chip off the old block. Yeah. Haven't felt that way leading prior, probably the last month or so. I definitely, and I've said this on other episodes, I was not super excited about turning 23. I feel all right. felt like it was a super boring <laughs> year. It's not very special, all of these things. And within these last couple of weeks, for sure, I've, I've kind of had a perspective change. I think that we have so many very exciting things and we have a lot coming up with our company, mm -hmm. including I'll be releasing my program this year. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. I mean, I'm getting certified. So that alone, like being a certified coach is mm -hmm. amazing. But then being able to put out a program that is really special to me and something I've worked really hard on and something where I can connect with other women on is mm -hmm. so exciting. Yeah. So it's going to be so impactful. So just to give yeah. you a little bit of background, all of these people who are graduating from the SMU coach program, they have been tasked with not only a weekly practicum where they have to practice the live coaching competencies, but they also have to create a project, a capstone project that is utilizing the self-made you framework of helping people change their mind about whatever circumstance mm -hmm. most of the time it's or often i guess i should say it's a problem problematic circumstance sometimes it's more goal aspirational but ultimately the way to get forward movement the way to you know progress get out of that slump or feeling like you're stuck is to change your mind. And mm -hmm. so we have a framework that we use regardless of what the application or what the topic is. And so each of the coaches have been given that framework and then told to pick a topic that is meaningful to them and apply this framework in solving that problem. Mm -hmm. So it's very diverse. The capstone projects that are the change of brain programs that are coming from this project from this um coaching program yours is on dating mm -hmm. yeah which i love that um, yeah so for a side note for all the single ladies listening to our podcast if you are sick of going on shitty dates or <laughs> <laughs> sick of the dating pool in general and you want to start enjoying your dating life this is the program for you. 
Yeah. And it's all about changing your mind. Absolutely. Right? Changing your perspective, just like you did about your birthday. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm super excited about it. I think that this is actually going to be the best year yet. So I a hundred percent believe that to be true. Mm-hmm. What I think is so funny is that the age that you are turning next Saturday is the age I was when I got married. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And so I didn't need a dating program because I really didn't date that much. I mean, yeah. dad was one of my very first boyfriends. I met yeah. him my freshman year in college. So I didn't really have the same kind of experience that you're having. Mm-hmm. It's really fun to watch you go through this experience and mm-hmm. just kind of live vicariously through you. And um, yeah, I can't wait to see what your program Uh, becomes. Yeah. Yeah. It's super exciting. I used to have a very um, defeating outlook on dating and I loved being in relationships. I hated the idea of being single um, and I kind of just despised every aspect of feeling like I have to date. And I definitely used to have this belief that I had to be with somebody in order to be happy or to have that sort of happiness. And so that's kind of been huge in my own growth is knowing that I can have that happiness regardless. But also dating can be really exciting and fun and it can be really hard if you're doing it unintentionally. Mm -hmm. But when you get clear about what it is that you want, type of people it is that you want to meet. Dating can be really amazing and super fun. And yeah, so I am excited about it. I'm excited to show other women who aren't so excited about dating how amazing it can be. And and do you think any age can Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think that dating gets harder as you get older, like I was, when I was still in school, I was spinning out on all these thoughts like, how am I ever gonna meet somebody? Like everybody meets their person in college or before, like I'm screwed. Like I used to have those very limiting beliefs, which is ridiculous, but it's kind of how you get stuck in like this hole of not wanting to Mm -hmm. even see what's out there because I definitely was nervous about that. Like coming out of college, I was like, I'm, And I work from home, so I don't have that environment where I'm meeting people all the time. And so, yeah, I definitely was worried about that when I was coming out of college. Like, how am I supposed to meet somebody decent that I would actually want to date Mm -hmm. after college when I'm not exposed to as many people? And so there are so many ways, ladies, do not (laughs) fool yourself that and if you don't meet your husband with, in college. Yeah, and it all starts with changing your mind. Yeah, about... it's comp- yeah, 100%. It's all about how you're choosing to think about dating yeah. and your dating life. Yeah, so is it safe to say that prior to you really having a... Really, prior to you becoming a student of your own work, yeah. you felt out, out of control when it came to this circumstance. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I felt like none of it was in my control. Like it was going to have to be by the grace of God that I was going to meet yeah, it was gonna <laughs> somebody be a miracle, that I was, yeah, it was going to be a miracle. Luck. If I couldn't find them in college, like 
it was going to have to be a miracle because yeah. I really felt like <laughs> yeah. And there was even no though way. that doesn't seem like you know a real toxic thought, yeah. like it's going to have to be a miracle or it's going to I'm going to yeah. be get real lucky if I find somebody. Yeah. I mean, there obviously are worse thoughts than that, but it was a thought that was holding you captive, right? Oh, it, it was kept totally you sabotaging. From, yeah, it kept you yeah. from doing the things that led you to where you're at right now. Yeah. So I think this is a great example to use to really kind of better explain mm -hmm. this concept of becoming more in control, mm -hmm. which is the title of this episode. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think that it is a perfect example of how I went from or how people go from feeling out of control in any life circumstance. Hopeless. Hopeless. And helpless. <laughs> yeah. And changing their, being able to change the way they think about the circumstance in order to change their results. So where do you start? Well, so for people that don't know um, kind of what the whole life coaching scene is all about, maybe we back up to kind of just explaining the very basics. So our life experiences are made up of five things. So it's circumstances, thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and then the result. So circumstances are the neutral, factual situation that is happening. Mm -hmm. Our thoughts are just sentences in our brain. Our feelings are vibrations in our body. Behaviors are the way we show up in the circumstance. And then the result is the outcome that your thoughts, feelings, and behaviors create. Yeah. So it unfolds in that order. Yeah. So you have a thought about any circumstance. Yeah. So on average, we have 60,000 thoughts a day. And most of these thoughts are very unintentional. They're mm -hmm. coming from the part of our brain that likes to really conserve energy. Mm -hmm. So you're not being very intentional. It's just really leaning into these well-driven neural pathways, these well-established neural pathways. We've thought these same thoughts over and over and over and over and over. So we don't have to expend a lot of energy to get creative about the routine, mundane things we do during the day. Mm -hmm. Where we get into trouble with that is when we start listening to these fear-based thoughts that are supposedly, quote unquote, trying to keep us out of danger or trying to help us, but we're not in fact in any danger. Right. So we get really reactive to those and it shows up or it unfolds into self-sabotage. So most people who don't understand those five components and how that unfolds, they will report they feel out of control mm -hmm. because they have no understanding, no concept of the neuroscience of their own brain. Mm -hmm. So when you hear us say, you are not broken, you just have not yet been taught how to think, that's what we mean, mm -hmm. is that you haven't been taught that your, the neuroscience of your brain, that three pound organ in between your ears will always operate in this manner unless you get intentional. By default, it will stay in that primitive reactive mode. Mm -hmm. 
So you have to have that awareness of the default way of operating so that you can intercept it. So if you are getting these feelings, these unwanted feelings, or you're getting unwanted results, or you feel like you are actually doing things almost against your will. I know this comes up a lot with people who are wanting to lose weight. They're Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I don't know why I can't stick to my plan. Yeah. Or they're trying to white knuckle their way through their plan. Right. It's because you don't understand the sequence of those five components. Yeah. And that sequence happens for every single human being. Yep. And so our job, what we're missioned with, is not to keep you from hearing those narratives, those primitive brain narratives, those often dramatic fear-based narratives, or to even try to um, keep them from showing up in the first place. That's not our objective. Our objective is to get you to notice it because it's a very normal, natural pattern. Mm -hmm. So we want you just to notice it because with that awareness, you can intercept. You can intercept at any moment within that sequence to avoid self-sabotage. Yeah. So that's what we do. Yeah, exactly. And so for the times that you've heard us talk about your primitive versus prodigy brain, that's what she's explaining right now. So the system is designed to defend the system. So your primitive brain is your survival brain that is trying to keep you safe. It avoids pain, pain, seeks pleasure, and wants to be efficient. So it spends as little energy as possible. Yep. Yep. So it is always going to revert back to what it's always done, what it's always done. Exactly. Yeah. And the easiest um, route that it can take, Mm -hmm. which is not the route that typically moves you forward. Correct. Or supports your growth. Correct. So that's why you need to tap into your prodigy brain Mm -hmm. in order to have that awareness. Mm -hmm. And that technically is your prefrontal cortex. Mm -hmm. So just like we all have a brain, we all have that part of our brain, but without an understanding of how it works and how you can intentionally tap into it, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. You, you just leave things to chance. Yeah. And you know, it's like, Life ends up just being kind of, you know, this crapshoot. You don't really know what you're going to get. Therefore, you feel out of control. You feel like you are often living at the effect of circumstances, Mm -hmm. which is so not true. Doesn't have to be that way. It actually is never that way, if I'm being honest. But a lot of people think that things are happening to them and they think they have a lot of bad luck. Mm-hmm. right? And it's not true. It's really the way that you are thinking. And it chokes me up sometimes because there's just so much unnecessary suffering in this world because people don't know that. Right. And so that's why we do free coaching Friday. That's why we do these free master classes, And we try to make them very specific to certain topics, trying to grab the attention of the people who need it most. Mm-hmm. Because we know if we just sit here and talk about We can teach you how to think. Nobody's going to hear that. But if we can tell you, we're going to teach you how to think differently about dating so you can finally enjoy 
the process of meeting new people. Go on the most amazing dates of your life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's why we take certain, you know, circumstances, certain topics, and we apply our framework to those because we know we're going to make a lot more traction Mm -hmm. that way. Mm -hmm. And so that's the whole reason why I built that into the programming of the coach program is because I have very diverse people coming into this program, very diverse lifestyles. And so they all have very unique topics that are meaningful to them. So it's Mm -hmm. so exciting to see what's coming out of that program. So I can't wait to see your program. I've been, we're just in the midst of recording all of them. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to be available at the beginning of January. And it's going to be all access. So through our membership, you'll have access to all of these. And so I'm just starting to really see the creation or I'm just really starting to see what each of these coaches have created from that framework and their meaningful topic. So it's really, really exciting. Yeah, I think it's, it is super exciting because I, when I look back at like my past dating experiences, like my program is specifically for single women who want to create an amazing dating experience, no matter what stage they're at in that, whether they've never gone on a date before, whether they're used to going on dates, or whether maybe they just started seeing someone like regularly. Knowing how to manage your mind and date intentionally and get really specific is such a game changer that I wish that I had like back then and it would have saved me so much unnecessary suffering. I mean, I don't think that you should judge your past ever and I think that everything happens for a reason and all of those experiences were necessary Mm -hmm. for me to get to where I'm at right now but it makes me super excited about how many women's dating experiences this program will change for the better because it's so easy it's so easy especially when somebody else is involved to get wrapped up in the sabotage and the saboteur narratives that... Fear-based thinking. Yeah, the fear-based thinking. Do they like me? I really want them to like me. Exactly. I should should say this. I should do that. Is this going to work out? Is this going to last? Or why haven't they texted me back? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All the things. And it's just crazy. It's all so unnecessary, but you don't realize it when you're doing it unintentionally. So... Right. Right. And what would you say to the woman who is like, I'm not sure of what I would, what I'm trying to, like, I'm not sure of the outcome I'm looking for. Like, I don't know if I'm looking for the one or if I just want to get out there and like dip my toe into the pool. I'd say that's amazing. You're right where you're supposed to be. Because because... you're going to help them make those kind of decisions. Exactly. And It's not even if you want to make those decisions. Mm -hmm. Like if that's something that you want to figure out, I can of course help you do that. Mm -hmm. If you're out of control is coming from not making decisions. Yeah, but maybe they make the decision that they don't need to know. Exactly. So it, yeah, wherever you're at is amazing. Yeah, but owning that. If you're sitting there going, I don't even know what I want. Yeah. That thought creates this feeling of out of control. Yeah. Right? But if you think, 
I'll know it when I see it or I trust myself to figure it out. Yeah. That creates a completely different type of emotion. Yeah. Right? So we help you make those decisions so that you feel in control. Mm -hmm. And we use, we call it mind math because it's very um, simple to see in your mind and Mm -hmm. to recognize that as you are moving throughout your day, you are having all of these unintentional thoughts about circumstances that are generating the feelings, the experiences that you're having. There is a cause and effect to everything, including the feelings and the experiences that you're having throughout Mm -hmm. your day. And so we teach people that, especially the people who are feeling out of control, that it's a matter of thinking differently. It's not a matter of trying to tighten your grip or control people or events. Those things are outside of your control. That actually perpetuates the unwanted feeling when you continue to do that. That's like beating your head up against a wall. Yeah, So instead, we teach you how to think differently about the circumstance. And it all starts with a decision. So you've probably heard this many times, but our acronym, our self acronym, where we teach you how to utilize yourself to start creating self-reliance is you start with a decision. That's the S, start with a decision. Secondly, you eliminate the self-sabotage because by default, your primitive brain will activate and start offering you fear-based thoughts when you're not in any danger. Mm -hmm. And if you react to those thoughts, you will sabotage your results. Okay, so we eliminate that self-sabotage by having a heightened sense of awareness around it. Then you leverage your prodigy brain strength. So you go from operating by default, unintentionally from your primitive brain, we get you to operating with intention from your prodigy brain where you can tap into strengths like empathy and discovery and innovation. And then finally, you finish with a decision. What's just the next step that I can take that is so easy, it's almost hard not to do. And how do I want to feel while doing it? Mm-hmm. That, my friend, is how you stay in control. You s- control becomes, at that point, control becomes a thought, it becomes a feeling, and it becomes an action. It becomes your result, which then becomes the next circumstance. It literally becomes all five of those components. But you have to be thinking in that way. You have to remind yourself, I can utilize myself as the solution. It's always in your back pocket. It's always within you. Mm -hmm. You do not have to look anywhere else. It's four simple steps to thinking differently. Yeah. So do you want to go through those five components Yeah, briefly, just so people can better see themselves yeah, absolutely. in this place of um, really thinking, feeling, and behaving with control, just like we do? Yeah, absolutely. And you can, so apply this to whatever circumstance you are dealing with right now, whatever circumstance is most prominent to you right now. We'll pick a topic. Yeah. Why don't we use weight? That okay. seems to be another, especially coming into the holidays or yeah, 
people who have started a diet or who have really wanted to improve their health and well-being, holidays tend to hang people up. Yeah. Why? Because they are unintentionally thinking, feeling, and behaving. Mm -hmm. And it's a great topic to use. Why don't we just say the holidays? We've got Thanksgiving right around the corner. And so that becomes your circumstance. The holidays. Holidays. Or you can even get more specific and say which holiday. The more specific you can be when you're actually thinking through the mind math, the harder it's going to work for you, Mm -hmm. the better the outcome. Yeah. I would just say Thanksgiving. And by default, somebody who is, you know, struggles with their weight or has had lots of past experiences of yo-yo dieting or quitting or caving in on a particular, you know, day of the year, mm-hmm. by default, their brain is going to remind them of that. Yeah. It wants to be right. Yep. It wants to save you the pain of having to feel deprived. So it's going to offer you all sorts of thoughts like this isn't going to work. This is going to be hard. What are people going to think? Right? I'm going to feel awkward. I hate this. This isn't fair. Yeah. Right? I'm missing out. I'm missing out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) These are all the thoughts. If you can't uh, relate to this, I envy you because I got to believe that most people can relate to these examples, you know, even in the people who are trying to stop over drinking, mm-hmm. you know, I, those are all the thoughts I used to have, mm-hmm. you know, this sucks and I would rather stay home than have to go out and not drink and try to white knuckle my way through it. This yeah. is not any fun. Yeah. This is side note. My circumstance with that right now is I'm not drinking because I'm trying to, I've talked about it many times on this, that I'm trying to clear my skin. And um, a way of doing that for me is detoxing, cleansing out all the toxins. And so I decided to stop drinking. And so I've had these thoughts, like I'm going to be missing out. I'm, especially because we're celebrating my birthday next weekend and this weekend, and I'm not drinking. And this is probably the first time I'm not drinking on my birthday since I, since I was five. (laughs) I was going to say 21, but that's not true. <laughs> but it's been a while since I have a drink on my birthday. So <laughs> so I have had all of those sabotaging thoughts. Like, this sucks. Like, I'm right. going to be boring on my birthday. Like, right. people aren't going to want to celebrate with okay. me. Okay. And so then how does that make you feel? Yeah. So that, so it makes me feel like... Um, Deprived. Deprived, the victim. Yeah, it's not going to be any fun. Yeah, not excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. And you almost start to make it mean something about you, like your worthiness. Oh, for sure. My friends won't want to hang out with me if I'm not drinking for my birthday. It just... Yeah, it's funny how where your mind goes. Yeah, it goes into a spin. If you are not really on the lookout for it, this is what we mean when we say unnecessary suffering. It's like almost judging yourself for the human behavior that is actually unfolding. And so instead of just recognizing it, noticing it, allowing it to be there, allowing it to be there because it's just normal, right? But again, if you're ready and you decide, you know, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to feel like I'm missing out. I don't want to feel deprived. I don't want to feel like the victim. You right there can intercept and start asking yourself questions like, 
is that even true? Are my friends really not going to want to hang out with oh, me? Oh, totally. Is Thanksgiving really going to be that hard? Maybe. What else could be true? Maybe I could come up with a eating protocol that still is pretty close to the way, you know, I want to eat would would make me still feel good and still feel like I'm celebrating or indulging a little bit. Like it doesn't have to be either or maybe there's an and in there Mm -hmm. if you want there to be. Right. So asking yourself, intercepting at that moment of the thinking and asking yourself what else could be true. How Mm -hmm. else could I think about this? When you notice the feeling of being like deprived you, that sometimes will kind of wake you up and be like, oh, again, I'm thinking in a way that's creating this feeling, mm-hmm. right? It's all happening within. Nothing is happening to you. Mm-hmm. So now you could ask yourself, like, how would I ideally, how do I want to feel about this? So with your birthday, you might want to feel energized, empowered, like responsible. Excited. Yeah. 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 And so what would you have to be thinking to genuinely feel that way? So the key here is you need to be thinking something that's actually believable, not some mantra, right? Yeah. This is not an affirmation that if you say it enough times, you might start to believe it. It's you have to find a believable thought that actually generates the feeling that you want to create. Yeah. Yeah. My thoughts are, I like my reasons. Alcohol is always going to be there. I have amazing friends that support me. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. And so, and that makes you feel what? That makes me feel good. And I... It almost kind of makes it a non-issue, right? Oh, exactly. This is another point that we often make is you're trying to solve the wrong problem. Yeah. Those of you who are trying to control a circumstance, whether it's Thanksgiving or a birthday that you've decided not to drink at, Mm -hmm. and you're trying to control the outcome, you're trying to control the wrong thing. Yeah. Instead, it's controlling how it is that you're thinking. Yep. Because if you aren't intentional about controlling the way you think, you will unintentionally, by default, go down that primitive brain rabbit hole that unfolds again into self-sabotage. Yeah, exactly. And and you have to know, too, that, again, that the system is designed to defend the system. So it's always going to revert back to those easier, like quicker thoughts that you've been thinking about the circumstance, right? So you do have to practice these new intentional thoughts. Yeah, because the amount of times after I made the decision that I wasn't going to drink, that I've had that thought like, dang, I'm going to miss out. Or when my friends are talking about like the drinks that the fun drinks that they're going to order. And I'm like, shoot, am am I going to be missing out? Like I do still have those thoughts, but it's, it's bringing in that awareness that Mm -hmm. that's just my primitive brain. Of course, mm-hmm. it's gonna. Of course, it's gonna be there. It's always there, but but or and mm-hmm. I have these other thoughts that I have amazing supportive friends and they're actually and beliefs. Like, they're yeah. not even just like hocus pocus fairy dust thoughts. They're, yeah, they're beliefs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and those feelings, those unwanted feelings, even though we're saying you know expect them to be there, I will say that the intensity starts to subside. Oh, for Speaking sure. Speaking from my own experience. Like for sure. The feeling of 
deprivation or like I'm missing out. For sure. When it came to alcohol, there were plenty of times where I felt the feeling and it was intense. But I reminded myself why I made the decision in the first place. I reminded myself of all of those reasons that I liked for making that decision. So Mm -hmm. that's part of the process that we take you through is you start with the decision. What is it that you want and why do you want it? Mm -hmm. That is another key question that you have to answer. Why do you want it? So that you always can revert back to the reasons why you like the, the reasons why you like making that decision. That decision. Yeah. Yeah. You have to like your reasons why. Mm -hmm. So reverting back to that is super helpful. Um, yeah, so to keep going on the Thanksgiving, I know we kind of yeah, so, sidetracked, but... Okay, so you're thinking, you know, all of these fear-based thoughts yeah. that, you know, have something to, that, you know, these negative self-narratives, they start to really spin and you have more and more negative self-talk. You can mm-hmm. see that this sucks, this isn't fair. It really starts to pick up some momentum mm-hmm. and the it really intensifies the feeling of, you know, deprivation. Yeah, missing out. Or missing out, or victim, or wanting to go hide. That's another big one. Yeah. Maybe not even wanting to be there. Yeah. Right? And so you have to ask yourself, when I'm feeling that way, how is it that I show up? That is a good question to be asking yourself because it really shines a light on what creates these unwanted experiences Mm -hmm. that sometimes you won't see in the moment, but you'll see it retrospectively. Oh, it's because I did this because I was feeling that way, Mm -hmm. right? Like you can see how that sequence unfolds. And so is it important to always know, like when I'm feeling this way, how do I behave? Not necessarily, but sometimes it can be really helpful in kind of just explaining Mm -hmm. how this all unfolded. Yeah. So your thought about the circumstance of Thanksgiving, you know, I don't even want to be there. This isn't going to be any fun. Makes you feel like a victim, which then has you not wanting to go. Maybe telling your husband, I'm not going. You guys just go. I'm just going to stay here. Not wanting to go. Maybe sitting by yourself. Maybe not. Pouting. Yeah. Pouting Mm -hmm. or. Yep. Not. And for sure, not enjoying. If you are there, you're not enjoying anything because you're very focused on all of the things you can't have. Then you can clearly see what the result is. Like it's truly, if your thought is this isn't fair, you create an unfair experience yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Like when we say how... Including yourself. Well, yeah. But when we say controlling the way you think, you know, taking responsibility for all of your experiences is not only helpful for you, I mean, which is most important, but it absolutely impacts other people's lives. So you're thinking this isn't fair. You are creating an experience that's not fair for you or anyone else. Yeah. Right. So, and it's so much easier to see in retrospect, but we're trying to help you catch it as it's unfolding, which is really how you stay in control. Yeah, Right. exactly. Sometimes the lesson is it's a retrospective lesson. We're really trying to help people like limit the unnecessary suffering 
and have this applied learning experience so they can catch it and start applying it to other things in their life. Yeah, and so you can enjoy your holidays and birthdays and retreats. Retreats. Yeah, as I'm sitting here putting the finishing touches on the retreat today, I'm doing my own coaching. I'm taking myself through S-E-L-F, recognizing how my thinking, my unintentional thinking has me in a panic and it has me all worked up and like, oh my God, this has to be perfect. And what are they going to think about me? And blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that is completely counter to the experience I want to create. So I had to walk myself through that, make a decision ahead of time, decide, start with a decision. What is it that I want to create? really shine a light on the saboteur narratives that start to show up. They will continue to show up. But Mm -hmm. if I don't react to it, I will create an experience that I actually will be proud of and I'll be happy that I had. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about the circumstance. Yep. We talked about the thought that you have about the circumstance. We talked about the feeling that is generated from that thought, from that thinking. Yep. The feeling is what drives behaviors. In this case, we talked about not going, mm-hmm. right? Right, just hiding, which creates a circum, or which creates result. a result of not really creating an experience, an un- creating an an unfair experience for everyone. If your thought is this isn't fair, yeah, you end up creating an experience or a result or an outcome that truly isn't fair to yourself or anyone else. Yeah, and or to be more specific. You create a holiday that you really didn't enjoy. You weren't present. You maybe didn't even go. You didn't feel in control of. Yeah, exactly. So what we walked you through is this primitive brain mind map. And that's what our coaches use when they are working with a client in a one-on-one or in a group setting. Yeah. But what we've developed for kind of the consumer for our clients to use when they don't have access to us. And what really does a great job of creating self-reliance, self-confidence, self-awareness is the self-framework. Mm-hmm. So all you need to remember is the SELF. Start with a decision. Eliminate the self-sabotage. Recognize what's the narrative that you're reacting to. How is that you know, making you feel? What's the behavior? What's the outcome when you show up that way? Leverage those prodigy brain strengths. That's where you can tap into empathy, discovery, innovation. A great way to tap into empathy is just reminding yourself you are human. Mm -hmm. This is normal, right? Because if you're believing otherwise that you shouldn't be feeling that way, that is going to create results that you don't want. Yeah. So have some empathy, have some compassion for yourself. That yields much better results. Even though... You have been trained to believe otherwise. You've been trained to believe no pain, no gain, right? Beat yourself up to whatever goal that you think you, you know, beat yourself up accordingly. That's not, that is, does not yield the same kind of results, Mm -hmm. right? It yields much slower results and a much less enjoyable journey. Yeah, exactly. And then finally, finishing with a decision, just what's the next best step the easiest step I can take that's almost hard not to do. Mm -hmm. And how do I want to feel while I'm taking that step? These are the SELF framework is what our planner walks you through literally hour by hour of every single day for three months at a time. This is the same framework we use when we're coaching our clients 
in a one-on-one setting, in a group setting, of course, in our programs. Mm -hmm. It's what we apply to absolutely everything. It has unlimited applications and it creates control. Yeah. Yeah. In all of those components, the circumstance, the thought, the feeling, the action, and the result. Yeah. In all areas of your life. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. So if you want to learn more about it, please reach out. We'd love to help you. We do free consults all the time and we can promise you that, you know, by the end of our call, you are going to understand what it is that you really want. A lot of people do not know what they want. We're going to help you understand what's standing in your way and we are going to create a clear path forward that is so easy. It's hard not to do. So that's Mm -hmm. our promise to you. That's, and that's completely free through a consult. So, yeah, and it can have, You know, it can be in the context of any application. Yep. All right. Well, we will see you next week when Gracie is officially 23. Yep. And I'm not sure what the topic will be, but we'll look forward to seeing you then. Yeah. Bye-bye.